4: the Wake Up with Michelle Miche,
1: be pleased to hear the best-selling authors and experts in the fields of cutting-edge self-help, personal growth, metaphysics, and spirituality, the soul path of awakening. Understand what living awake is. Hello, everyone. Welcome. Hello in the chat, the sacred space of empowerment room also. of my sound engineers, they let me know how the sound is, and they help to also ground the energy. Welcome to all of you listening later in the archives, you are with us in the now moment of spirit. All right, if you're new to the program, I am Michelle Mache, kind of your navigator host, and my co-hosts are in the chat room. Great to connect with all of you, as always. Um, if you're listening by phone, then you know the number. If you want to listen by phone or you want to call in for a reading or just to say, hey, and let us know how you're doing, that number is 347 539 347 539 And if you'd like a reading, please press 1 on the keypad. Um, I'm going to touch on some stuff, then we're going to dive in. We'll get to callers. Um, second half of our program, we have our awakening dialogue uh, today with Nate Novacell, and uh, he's going to be talking about his latest book, The Meaning of Life, A Guide to Find Your Life's Purpose. Wow. Oh, that's so apropos right now. So I really want to thank those of you that have joined me um, on my YouTube channel, Soul Awakening with Michelle Mache or Soul Awakening Insights. I'm kind of changing it. Let me know what you think. Um, as I'm kind of morphing, connecting, unfolding, growing, learning um, about the the um, channel, this way of connecting with uh, more of you, or the same a lot of you, but in just a different way. So I still do take questions, just like I do on Awakening. So if you want any questions or any types of readings that you want um, on my YouTube channel, you can email me at awakeningspodcast at gmail.com or just put it in the comments. Um, A lot of you have joined me over there, and you're also leaving some amazing comments and appreciation, and um, I so appreciate that, as well as connect with me on my Instagram Um, I do go live uh, every now and then. I I did, uh, let's see, the new moon. I did a new moon ritual, and I will be doing more of this. Um, I've been in my own container of deeper work the last three years, and then also the last two years, so 18 months, many of you know, I was caretaking for my beautiful little Yoshi, who passed away on um, April 18th. Of this year. So, right. the COVID thing. So, that um, I would do anything to have her back if she could be back pain free. for um, the space for me to be even more of service and share um, more of my gifts, my knowledge, my insight, which gets to a couple of questions and then we will get to reading. So, be patient, those of you that are waiting online. For um, a reading. Oh, thank you, Land, about the sound. I appreciate it. Thank you for letting me know. So, I just got to start with something. I did upload a video on star seeds. I, I'm doing, it seems like it's morphed. I'm doing weekend energies, the week energies, and I'm going to be doing um, reading specifically for lightworkers and star seeds, um, which is a passion of mine, and that I can now more freely speak on this. Um, friends of mine people that I've worked with for many years that have worked private clients of mine and people that have done groups I've talked about this and they know my roots um, my parents uh, <laughs> uh, as well uh, but the time wasn't right wasn't right for me and I, what I will share with you a lot of information I have I got straight from spirit or source or straight from guides or over souls or spiritual hierarchy I didn't Find out. I didn't get the confirmation sometimes until years later, many years later, in a book form or a teacher, you know, an older teacher, a metaphysician, um, or a light being that I that I met that was in human form and that had information for me. So I'm going to start disclosing quite a bit of this because I know that some of you are having similar, or you've had similar um, experiences and even with my psychic work you know honestly a lot of things that i've experienced i would just think is fantasy except i experienced it and i'm you know very balanced very grounded those of you that know me i have a very very practical side a very um skeptical side um but some of the things that I'm going to be sharing in my videos, also in the next platform that's almost ready, um, which I, I'm, I'm careful or just aware of what I share here or like let's say on Facebook because not everybody signed up for that. And so I'm creating a platform where people are ready for certain types of information. Obviously if anybody ever asked me something, I don't censor, and and the guides and the channeling spirit and the guides and the oversouls don't don't censor either. So whatever is meant to come through comes through. Um, I will say that if somebody asked about, and again, if you watch that video also years ago, I did an interview with Dr. Richard Boland. That's in the archives. That goes into the signs of being a starseed. I can tell you one thing. If you are a starseed and you are encoded with the higher frequency information and the map of the future to help unfold the future, you're not going to be in the us and them and thinking that one quote unquote side is evil and you're fighting and all that. That's, starseeds do not think like that. That's really not in our realm. It's really hard for us to want to fight or hurt or harm anyone or anything or an animal being. Highly, empath, you know, empathic. Now, mind you, if it's out of protection, if someone's going to punch me or hit me, I'm probably most likely I'll run. Or, you know, if I have to, I'll, you know, punch you back, I guess. Or to protect something or someone, you know, will intervene. But a lot of what's going on circulating in social media is rehashing. And if you have the eyes to see, the discerning spiritual eyes to see, the psychic eyes to see, the psychic ears to hear what's really being said, you will see that it's just rehashing of what's already been played out on earth. It's the, it's, it's the passion play. It's the tragedy, whether it's through, Christianity, it's its replaying an earth game of us and them and evil, and these people control us, and we're imprisoned. And that can be your reality if you focus on that. However, I would say one of the closest things to, to being aligned as a starseed is the oneness principle, is that everything and everyone comes from one source. Okay, now, I've had some pretty stringent teachers. One, and I shared this story years ago, one person that I was working with years ago in Chicago, uh, part of my path, and I was very expanded, doing a lot of meditation, doing a lot of charity work. I mean, I, I just was really, I thought, very evolved. <laughs> i us just put it that way, living consciously. And on my spiritual path, they're looking for judgment. What do you judge? Who do you judge? Do I judge the homeless? No, I befriended the homeless. I feed the homeless. I, I brought my friend's dog when I lived in England to visit the homeless. No. What did I, my judgment? Pedophiles. Yep. Yep. Serial killers, rapists. Yep. Yep. So my learning lesson, and it took me a while, was how can I have compassion for them and understand that they're coming from wounding? Yeah. The worst of the worst, right? Do I like them? No. Do I agree? No. Do I, I still, I still have issues with that because for me, any, any one, any being, a little animal being a cat, a baby, especially um, an infant, a little doggy being that is so open to loving and vulnerable I want to run to their defense and just, you know, whatever. So, yeah, it's going to be a different world, and you're going to have to look outside the context as much as possible of extremes of the polarity plane or extremes of duality. You know, it doesn't mean that you agree with certain things, but everything comes from the same source of vibrational frequency. We have a piece of everything. It would not be on this planet if it did not hold a vibrational frequency and wavelength that was needed and necessary, if it wasn't playing out something. Stark as it is, we know from quantum physics, from metaphysics, from physics, that nothing leaves the world or universe but just changes shape and form and that the universe doesn't have anything extraneous everything that's here is essential you know even in the space there's something in the space there's something in the quantum field there is no extra or oops this is a mistake it doesn't matter if it's somebody with mental challenges or birth defects Yes, on a human level, it's a mistake. As oh, I wish it didn't happen. It's a defect. Cosmologically, though, universally, I know, that's a hard one, White Kelly Lily. Yeah. It's, but there's playing something out. That's why the only way we make change is by a change in consciousness. When we outgrow what we see it becomes extinct when enough of us have outgrown the play of polarity so if I am fighting now mind you this doesn't mean you don't fight for something but when but when my game is the fight my game is the resistance and the fight martial artists will tell you this relax the body focus on the energy let it go so yeah okay One more little thing. Ooh, it's twelve, twelve, everyone. I love it. Synthesizing energy. I wrote about this on my blog. The synthesizing energy of twelve, twelve. I've been seeing a lot of five, five, four, four, four. So we're really being helped. Um, This morning, the guide said you've got to let them know this. I had a question. Now I'm not going to get. I'm not going to dive in. I'm going to do more. um, Like I said, about star seeds and light workers. How to know if you are one, what's your mission, how to align more to that energy, what is a light worker, what is a light being, um, and and how can you align to these other more expanded aspects of your being, especially if you're listening to this program and get the support. But I did have a question come in from Karen, and I, I probably will do a bit, add it to my video next week also, but for YouTube. Is some people don't have a soul. Yeah, that's right. Have you noticed some animal beings are even way more conscious than a human being? Some people are not aligned to their soul. They're not hooked up. They've had such wounding, some damaging on, on an ego level, on a human level, that they either misaligned or they come in not aligned. So everyone has a blueprint. Everyone has... You know, a, a, a every seed, everything that gets manifested has a, has a sacred geometry to it, has a DNA to it, right? But a soul has, and then, which means everything is consciousness, right? It's just how much consciousness is present. And so when you when you are when you fuel fuse. Um, the denser body, the human body, the earth body, the clay. Some people are born and they're not fused with the soul, with consciousness. They're just an animating body. They have life force energy, right? They have a life force energy, but they're they but they're not connected to their inner self. And some of them don't have a lot of life. This is where you see with I mean I'm sorry, narcissists and borderline. Some of them have very little soul energy or soul connection, and some have none. That's why they go get, try to get other people to catch their soul, to catch their light, because they don't, they have it, they're just,
5: <laughs>
1: how do I want to say, they're mimicking other people. There they're, they're are, um, and I'm talking about more on the malignant level, right? When you have a soul, you have a sense of self, you have, an, a, you have a connection, an inner being that you're connected to. Now, that has to be developed, especially on the earth plane, because it's a little bit scary and jungly to navigate through sometimes, and we have to learn things and heal, especially about wounding. I would tell you most, if you're coming in as a light being, a light worker, a star seed, you probably have issues around codependency, of overhelping, seeing the good in others, trying to help people change, staying too long in relationships. You're very... Because you come in as a healer to help. And so then you have to remember, you have to learn to re-navigate, like, oh, oh, wait up, wait, this is earth, earth level, earth rules, there's different rules about the emotions, emotional body, boundaries, let me get a handle on this. So some star Seeds come in over-giving, some come in giving a lot, but very cut off, where they're not feeling a lot of the emotion, because it's too painful on this dimension. So you have to learn to navigate this. Yes, but not everyone here is of the same level or, you know, and we see that in, if you ask yourself honestly, you see that in animal beings and human beings. You see, we've heard it, they're soulless. I don't believe in a good soul and a bad soul because that brings it back in duality or the polarity. Can somebody be soulless? Yes, yes. They could be devoid of soul or spirit or spiritual connection. Are they still from source? Yes. Do they still have the animating energy? Yes, because they're alive. But what kind of energy? What's the quality of the energy? Right? So I could have a water hose that has a lot of power in it, a lot of water coming through, but I could knot it up so very little water comes out or no water comes out. So some of us became unknotted, and some of us are still living in knots, and some there's very little water coming through. So it's by level of consciousness, of awareness, of vibrational frequency, of how expanded in awareness and frequency one is. But some did not come in. Some are like just replicates. They're just replicates we have seen that. What is a replicate? What is a duplicate of something? A facsimile. So, yes, there, there can be those that are not connected to their soul. They're misaligned or, you know, soulless. They need to get other. That's why they go for your, your that's why they plug into you. To try to live out your blueprint, to try to live out what you have, what you—it's like in the I Ching, hexagram fourteen. You, you know, whatever you have is never lost; it remains within you. Okay, let's get to callers. White little yes? Soul less? Yeah, less soul or soul less? No soul. We've seen it. You can see it in people's eyes. Sometimes something happens where they get misaligned or pulled off of their soul. There's, no, there's very little connection to no connection. Or they come in soulless. But nevertheless, we, that's not our place or our mission. That, that is, it's in our place of mission to acknowledge or understand it. Um, but again, everything that's here has a vibrational match. And we don't change vibration, wavelength, except by healing, except by wholeness, except by consciousness. And we see that. The more consciousness, the more awareness, the more understanding, the more love we see it. There's studies been done about raising children or animal beings. (laughs) And that's all we're trying to do here. If you've come in this way, it's just the game. So it's more about that. All right.
5: Let's get to callers. Hello. Uh,
1: welcome to, hello. Welcome.
5: You're on air.
1: Hi, Michelle. It's Amla. How are you?
5: Hi, Amla. I'm doing great.
4: Wonderful to connect with you. Yes. Do you have a um, question? I, I, yeah, yeah. have a, um, thank you. I, I wanted to ask you about a committed partnership coming in. Um, Basically, it's really good news. I've been weeding out. I've been having a lot of vivid, intuitive dreams, blah, 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 weeding out all the garbage, all everything, like past karmic stuff. It's really Wonderful. beautiful. That's what the yeah. right yeah. Yeah. It's Really, really cool stuff. So I'm wondering, do you feel or sense me meeting somebody within maybe the next month or two? Um, I don't know. I feel like he's close. Let's see. I don't know about a
1: month or two. Let's see. Okay. I'm getting, yeah, Sagittarius, probably November, December.
4: Okay.
5: Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. So a lot of you look for your bigger changes actually towards the end of this year. Um, Okay. I know it seems long, but yeah. All right. Well, um, Well done that you're weeding out. I can feel it. Less heaviness in your energy because you're not being burdened and weighed down, right? Right, right,
5: exactly. Yeah. And I am well a sad. Huh?
4: You're you're talking to a massage. I don't know if that means anything, but yeah, I'm a massage
3: myself, so it's interesting. Oh, that.
1: so maybe it's around your birthday or your the energy shifts because we have a energy shift, okay. you know, during a, yeah, yeah that our personal sense. year. Yeah. So that makes sense. Oh. Then you're wrapping up a cycle. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, sweetie, take you care. care. You too. You too. Thank you. Uh huh. Okay, I'm gonna kind of go kind of quickly because we have a lot of callers. I want to see if we see if we can get everybody. <laughs> in. Hello. Welcome to Michelle Michael, You're on air. Hello. Hi, Michelle Moshe.
3: It's Mitchie. How are you? Hi, hey, Mitchie. Hello. Doing great. <laughs> Good Oh <laughs> yeah, my gosh. I love hearing from you. I you're just such a light and you're so um you know, you're like a North Star right now. Especially right now.
5: Ah, and it's really wonderful. Great. I'm
1: trying to be clear. I'm trying to clear things in my in my own life and self to keep being North Star brighter, 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 you know? So it's um we're ah. always in that cycle. Yeah. Yeah. It's living, learning, it's healing, clearing, and shining brighter. Thank you. Thank you.
3: <laughs> yes. Well, my question for you is: um, I'm not working. I'm looking for work. And what do you see with that? Um, I'm open to. I mean, I, I'm I'm going to get called back eventually, but I don't know when. I'm looking for something else
0: new.
1: When
3: would that be coming in? Yeah, I do feel
1: like you. I feel like you're going a balance what you were doing before, but I do feel there is something new. Um, Maybe from – are you in Canada? Yes. Oh, that's what I thought. Okay. Um, Because I feel you have a whole new direction coming in like the beginning of the year, maybe – Pisces time. It also is saying working from home and developing your intuition. The guides are saying.
3: Okay, so the thing is, uh, by so the way, I've been seeing with your butterflies.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah,
3: yeah. So you're saying this kind of, uh, re, you know, does a little ding, ding, ding for me. Yep. I've
1: been seeing butterflies. <laughs> I don't yeah, Yeah, I feel like if there's something you're meant to do also with your intuition, they're telling me follow the sign, the butterfly, so you're about to get your wings, you're about to open more. What um, about the work? You're working on faith. That's what it is.
3: Okay. Do you have any concrete, have a, because I am working on doing readings. I'm doing readings for people. I've been doing that for a few years. Um I'm also, um, I have this business that I've been trying to set off, but I feel like my, sa- what I call my sabotagers or my shadows keep coming in, and I feel like I'm sabotaging myself a lot. And I'm working I don't know, that. But when
1: I said work with your intuition? I feel they want you to work with your intuition and do more readings. So I would reach out and do more readings. Okay. Because honestly, okay. I don't see a new direction or something more concrete, maybe somewhere between Capricorn time, that December, and into February. So you're, you're learning the lesson of faith. Listen, it happens round and round, you know, to really be guided by your um, higher self and your intuition. But that's what I keep getting. I keep getting use your intuition. So if you're doing readings, I would go more in that direction. Open up more to do that. Okay. Great. All right, I just, sweetie. One last question, please.
3: Okay, I'll let you go. All right, thank you. Thank you so much, Michelle. Yeah. I love you. You're oh, wonderful. You. Love you, too. Big hug.
1: Thank you. Bye. Mm-hmm. Bye. Hello. Welcome to Awakening. You're on air. Hello.
2: Oops, hello. Am I on? Oh, yeah. Sorry, this is a... I'm, I'll be your guest in a few minutes, so... <laughs>
3: Oh, you yeah. are! Oh, great! Oh, you're waiting. Okay, Nate. Well, I'll be right back. <laughs> I'll be back in a
1: great. few. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay.
3: Hello.
4: Welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hey, Michelle. It's Christine. How's it going? Hi, Christine. Welcome. Welcome to the program. Hi. Um. Again, I feel like I always say this when I call, but I just really love your, um your weekly tune-ins, they're just always, like, so spot-on that it's kind of Ooh, scary how spot-on it is. And no matter when I listen to it, even if it's not that weak, it, like, it really is what you need to hear at that time. So, like, I just really love this. Um, oh, you are so yeah. welcome. And I gotta say, for you, months. it's yeah. you guys,
1: t- See, that's the thing. I learned, you know, I've, I've had people say, oh, my God, you're such a great psychic and Chandler and this and accurate. But what I've realized over the years, because I'm, especially my private sessions, it's you, you're broadcasting a clearer signal.
5: Right. Yeah. So whether yeah. you're receiving and the
1: messages the fly, through yeah. me or book or bumper sticker or one of our guests that says something, I wish I could take all the credit, but really it's, it is like this dance. It's like, just like in healing, it's not just the doctor or the healer, was that saying back in Greek times? Heal thyself, physician. You know, it's both of us. Right. So I really yeah. feel a lot of you are really starting to broadcast. Do you feel that,
4: Kristen? Do you feel like you're yeah, no,
1: broadcast? It, totally. Yeah,
4: you're much yeah, like, clearer. Yeah, I feel it. Yeah, I'll I'll go to your video, like, with something on my mind, and I'll be like, Ugh, And not like I'm looking for that specifically in the video, but it'll just be the situation is, like, weighing on me, and then it'll usually go right to there in that in that reading and it's so crazy every time yeah um so but yeah it's all about i think getting clear on our end so that we know what it is we're trying to draw in and what we are trying to broadcast and i think that's like really cool to see we're actually yeah. participating yeah. with you yeah yes. Yes. Um, i love it i love it um,
3: all right
4: do you um, have yeah question? i have a yeah i have a question um So it's also about employment. I am working full-time now, and I recently interviewed for another company um, to be more content creation and um, a little bit on their sales side. And they are a startup. They're brand new, which makes me kind of nervous. And I'd be working with an older coworker and a really good friend and neighbor, like in partnership and possibly my boyfriend now, too, and it just, like, seems like a really good opportunity, but I'm just, nothing's been set in stone, and I'm not sure, like, if that's something that I should go for. Um, I'm, yeah.
1: I feel, yes, that
4: direction, but I do hear
1: more September, October. I feel like things have to get flushed out, and I'm hearing for you not to rush into anything, but get clear in your okay. mind how you really want it to be. Right? Okay. Get clear in what yeah. works for you. Ideally, okay, because I do feel you're going to have to be doing some negotiations and looking at what your vision or your picture is, right? So get yeah, get clear on get clear on that. And I feel once you're clear on that, you'll be more comfortable in waiting and letting it unfold. Like, okay, I'm here. I'm you know, if you want to do this, I'm I'm here, and this is my idea. This is my vision, or this is what I can bring. Okay, because I do feel you are meant to work in that type of field, and also, um, yeah, much more creatively. I do feel you're in the right direction, but you have to get clear yeah. on, on how you want it to be.
4: That makes sense? Yeah. Right. Because I yeah. can't do that. They're not anytime, ready yet anyway. Anytime. Yeah, I didn't, I, that's the nice thing, too. I'm not sure, like, if they're ready and, yeah, I felt that when I was there. But it felt really good. Like, I was like, wow, this is so cool. But I would have to not read yeah, it so just but I just think. let it unfold. For a lot of people there's there's a
1: little bit of a of um you know, a break. We've all heard it, you know, and I've learned procrastination sometimes is the higher self intervening. You know, mm-hmm. or maybe or no or not not yet a spirit coming in. See in the old paradigm in the ego, we would like to get in and make it happen. Knock right. it down, right? Come on, lock it, let's lock Get this down, let's lock it. No, 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 this is not lockdown time in that way. We might be locked down physically, but our spirit is roaming. It's like, let the higher aspect of you take care of this. So, yeah, right. just let okay. it unfold, because, I, yeah, you're on the right track, but I feel they're not ready yet.
4: Okay. All yeah. right,
1: thanks for calling awesome. in.
4: Thank you so much. Have a great day. You're so welcome.
1: Thank you. Too. Hello, welcome to Awakening. You're on air. Hello. Hi, Michelle.
3: Hello. This is Jasmine.
1: Hi Jasmine, welcome.
3: Um
0: so my question
5: is um
0: well a couple of weeks ago like a lot of my energy drained from my body like for 2 weeks like I really couldn't do a lot and so mm. um yesterday my energy just started to come back and yeah. I wanted my question is um what is going on? with me like energetically and like bodily wise
4: okay
1: so everyone and I've been I've done some videos so I don't know if you watch my YouTube videos soul awakenings with Michelle yeah, or soul Awakenings. In, oh cool there and in my blog we're not only get having upgrades mentally emotionally but within our denser physical body mm-hmm. if it isn't just a little hello wake up call about a virus wow whatever you believe on that um something's happening that's beyond the flu because I've had clients and friends that have had it, so okay. <laughs> um, so, immune system. I feel with you, you're learning a new pace and to trust yourself. Many of you are many people are going through this lesson right now, because we before okay. in the old way, in the old energy system, and by the way, we are not going back to that old paradigm or old energy system. So that mental, I will make this happen, I'm I'm so tired, I'm exhausted, I'm going to make this happen, those days are over. Maybe once or twice you could do that. But mm-hmm. what's really being called is more of a balanced way of living. So also you have to remember that going through what everyone is going through, there is a level of stress and distress, so it does make one more tired. Sometimes it's hard to focus, but many of you – Many of you have aligned. It takes about 90 days to reframe or, or, or have a new pattern start to emerge and create a new neural pathway. So many of you are, wait, are now in the new pattern. This is, hello, you're in the new energy pattern. So you have acclimated to some degree where you now know where you're saying, well, what the hell, my body's tired, I'm exhausted, I'm just going to go with it. So some of this is exhaustion from how you were living. Some of this is exhaustion from the stress and strain of what we're going through globally with this pandemic, financially, all that this means, this unknown. But then at the same time, many of you are aligning to the new energy and new way of being where you're more listening to what your body needs. Mm
5: -hmm.
1: So, you know, it might be colder, right? So it might be colder out when it's colder out. People want to hibernate a little more or go within, or when there's a lot of unknown, you want to go more within. So I would say listen, Jasmine, to your body, to your biorhythms. Watch what is your natural rhythm and see how you can align more with that. And there will be peaks. I just went through something. I was kind of worried. I said, oh, my God, i got all this stuff to do and all these videos. But I listened to my body, and I just rested, 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 and then, boy,
5: yeah. Sunday, Monday, okay. boom, boom,
3: boom. The okay. videos
1: happen. Boom, boom. Blogging. I had a meeting. I was like, woo, in a flow. And I took a little yeah. bit of a rest yesterday, but I wasn't exhausted because I had been listening.
5: So yeah, okay. very
1: good question. Thank you for bringing that. Um I don't feel anything wrong, you know, I just feel like that's okay. you're acclimating to everything. It's normal to feel exhausted going through what everybody's going through.
4: Okay. All right. Thank you, All right, Michelle. Gentlemen. You're, You're so welcome.
3: welcome.
1: Bye-bye. Hi, welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hi, Michelle.
4: This is Cindy from Oklahoma. Hey, Cindy, welcome. Hello.
1: I was in Oklahoma once a long time ago, but welcome to the program. Oops, did we lose Cindy? Oops, Cindy, I lost you a second. Go ahead.
3: Welcome. Okay, my soul path direction was my question. Can you give me some okay. direction? Yes. yes,
1: Now, in what way? Because our soul, uh, and probably our our, our guest is going to dive into this, because talking about life purpose. But our our purpose, our life purpose, is more about how we do what we do individually. So it could be, you know, it's a wide variety. Whatever. Okay. How about regarding you know. healing? Okay. Personal healing. Ooh, uh, healing, okay, others. I see what's healing others. And healing <laughs> others. Healing both. Okay. So you guys tend to work with belief systems also. So I feel like you're going through an expansion in what you believe is to be true and what's possible and I do feel that you help others do that as well. There's a inspiration, positivity that comes through you like encouragement, encouragement. So I feel you're on the right track with this. And moving forward and helping heal and get healing comes from the old English word "ohalen," which means wholeness, similar to integrity, you know, integration, um, the, the the parts that come together. So yes, I feel I feel for you something with your hands, but I also feel your thoughts, your mind, your your writing. So maybe you put okay. a little ebook out there with your positivity, your encouragement. You're very encouraging cindy you're, you're a very encouraging person so yeah um you're on the right track just spread spread your encouragement just reach more okay. people right now this is the this is the time to reach more people i can do that wow. thank you so much you're so welcome hello welcome you're on air oh hi this is chris
6: with my first calling how are you Mr. shell
1: hey chris welcome
6: Thank you, uh, and I'm sorry about the loss of your your Yoshi.
1: Oh, thank you. Yes, oh, like that was a tough one. That was tough. Oh, yeah, cool. tougher than my parents That's actually.
3: Totally
5: tough.
1: than anybody, almost anybody
6: that I know.
5: Yeah. Oh. <laughs> thank you for that. You're <laughs>
6: welcome. And I wanted to ask you what type of a um, what online business do you see me? producing abundance and you know, getting that ball started. I have something in mind um, but I wanted to ask more of an open-ended question because if I ask,
5: is it this well, specifically and it's a no? No, no, no,
1: no, no. <laughs> let's, let's go with that because I always believe we, on some level, I mean, yes, a lot of things I will forecast or predict, sometimes people don't know and it's a little out of the blue, but, most things people go, "Oh yeah, I wanted to do that, or I really like that," or so if you have something in mind let us go with that, mm-hmm. because I feel like when we when we get something in mind or something that gives us a lot of joy, um, mm-hmm. then that's a message from our soul that we're on the right track. It may be how do I yeah. best do it, or how do I tweak it?" which, by the way, your perfect show for you to be listening to, because our guest is going to be talking about this, so anyway. <laughs> yes. So let's well, re, let's you tune in and let's redo your question. Let's <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, what,
5: I'm, what I'm
6: looking at is um, it's called Learn Nation. It's basically affiliate marketing, and I found out about it through the author Robert Kiyosaki, rich dad poor dad author, and my oh, niece. Oh, I Worked with him actually. Oh, wonderful. Yep. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah.
5: Okay.
1: Seminar what he says that I was speaking oh. at. Uh huh.
6: Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah.
5: So
1: that's what I was looking really at.
6: Cute. With the niche of chocolate I'm very I can like be blindfolded and, and discern different, you know, brands of chocolate even ones I haven't even had. I'd be like, Oh, it's had a robust aftertaste
1: <laughs> Yeah. Wow, you're really good you know, you are um the energy you come in with is I wouldn't call um you're a generator but you're also maintainer stabilizer you're able to generate or make something expand or grow and then also put systems in place so that it's stabilized to just to maintain it you're not much on wanting to maintain it but you can if need be but you can put people in place so i do see you working admit is that true
5: (laughs) yeah yeah so um
1: Here's the thing, Chris, you may start with them. I don't, I think there's a bigger vision. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're very good with what you do. And I feel like the, 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 um, and I see it as a psychic channel and a medium, but I also see this astrologically with that. Um, and even if people aren't into astrology, even if you just read up on North node in Gemini, South node in Sagittarius, mm-hmm. actually, I do have a video forgot I do have a video on this that I went specifically and how it'll affect each sign. but this is a perfect mm-hmm. time for you and your skill set and what you do. So um, I, I do feel like you're going to be working with and I feel like cutting edge technologies more on a business end, uh, helping people helping the company, helping them expand, generate their income, how are they going to redo their income? Uh, tier is what I'm hearing okay I don't know what that means mm-hmm. but tier and um, how they're delivering the services how they're developing the different tiers um, some of the branding but you're more than that you're, you're really working on the expansion of the content and the uh, financial aspect so yes I feel like it's mm-hmm. a good direction but I feel don't stop there I feel like there's going to be something else Um. And they say cherry pick. You can cherry pick who you want to work with because you're really good at what you mm-hmm. do. So,
6: wow. yeah. Right on it. Yeah. 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 I, I want to eventually build a homeless center. And I had, I, I started studying the habits of the wealthy. And one thing I had read is that they have five to seven streams of income. And this would be, um, My first, I did start a website with my sister, but then it was for activities and concerts and comedy and then COVID-19 hit. So, of course, I shut that down temporarily. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Um, I don't
1: feel that. I feel like your skill set, there's some things that you'll probably do philanthropically from this with other companies. But I feel like almost you, if you, even as a consultant, once you get this down, what you do, mm -hmm. I feel like you mm -hmm. can offer that to other companies and just come in and boom put it in place and move on and move on. And even charitable organizations that need this online aspect now more strongly, more robustly. Yeah. Wow. Keep us posted, please. Yeah. That was beautiful. Keep us posted.
6: Thanks. All right. I will. Thank you so much. I enjoyed speaking with you.
1: Thank you. Likewise.
3: You're
6: welcome. Okay.
1: Okay, hello, welcome to Awakenings, you're
0: on air. Hi, this is Katie, thank you for taking my call. Hey, Katie. Katie? Yes, Katie. Hey, um, Katie. I need help with a decision. So I am, I'm, I'm in New York, but I'm planning to move to Atlanta or Charlotte, but I used to live in Atlanta, and I've never visited Charlotte, and I'm packing and kind of just planning my move, and I'm just wondering what seek energy around, I guess, either me moving to Atlanta or me moving to Charlotte or what my angels were saying about it.
1: See, now, I'm always a proponent. Let's see, I do, okay. I feel Charlotte's a little, well, there's a little, hmm, there's a growth cycle there for you.
0: Do you not know anyone there? Yeah. I do. I have, um, like, a family friend. I have, like, two family friends and okay. someone else there.
1: Okay. So I feel like Charlotte, for some reason, brings more growth for you.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: But however, I am a proponent of people visiting where they're going to live and get the, the, the physical vibe vibration, okay, if possible.
5: Mm-hmm. And right. ask
1: yourself, right. and, and even write out, what are the qualities of the people and situations and and or or work environment that I want. If you focus on the qualities, you will be sent to the best place for you. Your higher self always, just like all of nature, always does what's most life-enhancing. So that's what I would say. I feel like Atlanta might be wrapping some things up, although I feel, see, both of them read quite well for you, but Charlotte, Mm -hmm. there seems to be Mm -hmm. some kind of, um, you'd have to stretch yourself more. I don't know what that means. There'd have to be, there's some kind of transformation or growth that happens from there.
0: Okay. Yeah. I was thinking of land as more, um, cause I have a food business I'm doing and I'm actually planning on maybe since a lot of jobs are remote now. So it's not, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Not, it, it doesn't have to be, a, I'm not even thinking it's necessarily working at a Charlotte company. I could be working for a New York company cause everything's remote kind of. But um, mm-hmm. um, Atlanta. I felt like um, because I'm doing food. I feel like it's more. I think it would be good Pop for my it. food business than I wanted to do. Yeah. yeah, like Well, then thing. go
1: there. That's why I'm saying there's a power struggle or there's a learning lesson going to Charlotte. And maybe you would go to Charlotte and and learn that oh, I should have been in Atlanta. Maybe I should just be visiting <laughs> Charlotte. You know what I'm saying? There's some yeah. okay. transformation, growth, learning lesson. Like that's what I said. Learning lesson. So. And I don't see that with Atlanta. I don't see a learning lesson. (laughs) So there's your answer. Probably because I lived
0: there before. Probably because I lived there before. (laughs) Well, now people could go back to
1: where they lived and have a learning lesson. But I would trust where you're being guided, and visit Mm -hmm. the other Mm -hmm. place. Visit both of them if you want, but for sure visit the other one. And it may be that you don't want to go somewhere where you have to learn the lesson of what your intuition already guided you
0: to. Right, that not, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, so that, that might be, yeah. yeah, yeah. I said I oh, think God. I'll go to Atlanta because I know it and what I can do. They're only like two or three hours away. I can always just visit Charlotte. And okay, I like so it, then, and then good,
1: yeah, good. Then go with that because otherwise you've got the learning lesson of learning that by going to Charlotte. So if you already sometimes we don't have to live <laughs> through something, right? Yeah, <laughs> we can just trust yeah. What, yeah.
0: what we're getting yeah. intuitively. Yeah, All right sweetie, you. take good care.
1: Mm-hmm, thanks. Hi, welcome to Awakenings with Michelle Michelle. You're on air.
7: Hello? Yeah, you're on air. Oh, okay. Um, this is Naomi. Hi, Naomi. Hi, I'm What's sorry, I think the delay is throwing me off a little bit.
1: <laughs> oh, well turn um, turn down the whatever, the podcast. Turn off turn, so you don't hear.
7: Um, thank you. Um, so I've been putting off calling for a while. I know everybody feels like, ah, oh, everything's in the uproar, but I'm calling to see if your guides have any advice or suggestions. Fourteen-year um, relationship seems to be crumbling. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm coming to terms with that, but I'm just now kind of in that, starting to realize that maybe it happened a long time ago. <laughs> um, but we I'm really concerned on moving forward um, due to the reasons why we are separating, but I just, like, I guess I'm looking for the reassurance that we are moving in the correct direction. Is there some special... Yeah, it seems... Well, like a couple doing things help. I get.
1: One thing... Hello? Yeah, one thing I get yes. is that, first of all, you've, you've grown. You've actually outgrown the relationship for a while, and there seems to be a differencing of values, principles, and beliefs. There seems to be Either a change in that, or there already was, and now it's coming, becoming more apparent um, right. in all that that in, in all that that entails. Um, yeah, so I feel yeah, you're on the right path, you're on the right track. Um, I do see the, the separation and divorce. I do see you moving on.
4: Okay.
7: Um, amicable? Is there any
1: way to speak that? <laughs> well, that's up to you. I mean, that's. I mean, yeah. I, I would just say make sure that you think about you and the children. Think about yourself. Make sure that you're getting your needs met and what's right for you. Okay. Yes. That you're Coming doing up. this in an empower. Yeah, in an empowered way for you. So I wouldn't be over-accommodating. You know, I wouldn't be fighting, resisting, but I would be very firm. And if you need support, get support for someone to help you through this so that you're thinking about your needs, because I feel that's a big part of this decision and a big learning lesson for you.
7: Yes, huge. Okay, I really appreciate you and what you do in your show. Thank you very much.
1: You're so welcome. Hang in there. It's going to get better. Sometimes we outgrow people in situations, um, you know, the little box we're in. We we're all have, we're like, our little boxes of safety, our little soul playground, but sometimes it gets bigger. Our sandbox gets bigger. Oh, I like that. It's going to be okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's going to be okay. Much peace. Thank you. Mm-hmm. One more, and then our guest. Hello, welcome to Awakenings, you're on air. Hello. Hello? Yes, yeah, you're on air. I'm on air? Yeah, did you want
4: to, did you have a question oh. or a
1: comment? Yeah, I will, thanks. Hi, um,
4: my name is Christy, and I still appreciate your videos, and your videos, one of them inspired my call today, and I'm working on discovering my gifts and wondering if you can see any specific gift or a separate direction I should be taking. Okay. Let's look. Boy,
1: our, all these calls, I hope everybody stays on because also they tie in with our guest finding your life's purpose, your soul's purpose, your life's purpose. I know. That's mm-hmm. all right, Chrissy. Yeah, let's see. Okay. Well, I'm going to look. Um, okay. So, Faith. Can you give me your, um, your birth date? please um six seven okay okay you come up as very nurturing very um but it's also about extending yourself this lifetime i don't know why i'm getting a lot to do with home family cooking house home um could even be doing working through real estate or something or do decorating. I don't
3: know yes. if that's what you're doing
4: right now. I don't work right now. I have so many interests. So it's one of those things I could take a direction and go with it. And that's why I was like, oh, I just, again, that infinite possibilities. And you mentioned that so many times as well. And I just feel that so true. And I just don't know which interest is. The you're best. very much, you're Post very, very much a
5: nurturer.
1: Yeah. You're very much yeah. a nurturer. So I feel like, and it's like, I get like a home family, you could even sell property or real estate, but it would have to be like you're helping people find their great home. You're nurturing them, you know. Okay. Um, yes. You know, or sure. or or design or decorating for what reflects the person and what nurtures or takes care of them. Uh, it could even go into foods or or herbs or herbs or supplements or um, whatever it is that you yeah, do. I mean, I like you to do. cooking
7: garden, so.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say guard I was gonna say whatever you do. yeah, I was just gonna say that. So it's you know, all of those things are it, okay? Because that's that's you. So I would say and we'll to wait and see what our guest has to say, kinda of honing in more on this, but whatever peaks see your 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 soul's purpose is like a navigation, like how I do my show, how I do my readings, how I connect with people. It has, it's enjoyable for me because that's, I'm aligned to my soul, how my soul likes to do it, how I say things, how I talk, what I believe, all of that. So I feel with you, it's just choosing, because I, I feel like, and I was going to, because I saw you gardening, I was going to use the metaphor of you help people till the soil and you, you nurture them, you nurture your creativity, your creations, your, your crafts, um, and you can also nurture others. But whatever you choose to do out of your interest, the other thing I feel with you is you may not do just one thing, okay? Mm-hmm. I don't feel like you're – you know, Marianne Williamson talks about this in her book, A Woman's Word. Some people come in with a monochromatic coat and some people a coat of many colors. You know, I have a teaching background. I have a – you know, I'm a hypnotherapist, a transversal psychologist. I was a model and an actress. I taught school. Right. I loved all those, and all of those were part of my soul's purpose. They were a part of my path because I brought how I am who I am and what I'm about to that. And I'm still teaching, but I, but I prefer more the creative form that I grew into that. You know, so uh, that's what I would share with you because I don't feel you're yet there to, like, make a, a decision that it's going to be door number one, I feel like, or door number two or door number three, I feel like you need to get more comfortable with what it is that this nurturing quality is such a gift for you. And then now where do I want to apply it and grow that, like the yes, garden that I have. have? Where do I want to grow that? Well,
4: okay, good. Well, just keep trying to follow that joy, and I will listen to your guest today and keep praying and thinking. Thank you so much for your time and all you do. You generate, you, you're so generous with your time, and thank you so much.
1: You're we so welcome. You're so very welcome. Yeah, perfect oh. guest. I love how that's always aligned. We're always aligned to the perfect uh, awakening Guest for our awakening conversation. So, all right. So it is that time for the second half of the program. We have with us Nathaniel Novacell, who's a professional researcher and advisor with over 20 years of experience studying individual and group behavior. Over that time, he has researched psychology, evolutionary biology, um, as well as organizational uh, technology. Um, Nathan Nathan spent most of his career using the insights from his research to help the world's leading executives solve the most pressing organizational challenge, as well as helping clients create strategic plans. He noticed some common drivers of success through his research. So we're going to be diving into that today with Nate Novosel and talking about his most recent book, The Meaning of Life, a guise to finding your life's purpose. So perfect. Hi, Nate. Welcome to the program.
2: Hey, thanks so much for having me.
1: Yes. Okay. So you went on for a while. You've heard some of the questions. and A lot of them, life purpose, old purpose, what's my purpose, what do I do? Um, I want to get your take on that. Um, but I also first want to dive in a little bit and find out about, of course, in the intro, talked about your background. Um, mm-hmm. But what led you to, did you just start noticing these common themes or common threads or characteristics and compiling? Um, how, how, what was that process like for you?
2: Yeah, so it was a long journey. I'll give you the short version of the background. Uh, There are two main things to know about why I started doing this in the first place. Uh, One is that my uh, father disappeared when I was five uh, (laughs) in the middle of the night. Mm. Uh, And uh, then when I was six, I went and saw him for about three weeks and, and two days uh, and then when I came back, I felt an emptiness, a worthlessness that I would never wish on anyone. I'm not my worst enemy. I don't wow. care about this, but you know, does, I would never wish that upon anyone. Um, and so that's one. So that that's that night, and I'll never forget it. I was six years old, and I said, "What's the point of all this? If we're going to feel miserable like this, it's terrible." And then a part Ooh. of my brain was just like, "That's an interesting question. What is the meaning of life? I bet you you could answer it." <laughs> so that's uh-huh. one. <laughs> Um, two, you know is what? That, and that's a perfect um, just before
1: you get to two. That's yeah, so where so many people are at right now. Like, <laughs> what's the purpose of all this? If there's all this hurt, pain, heartache, separation, uh, yeah, I get yeah. it. I just lost someone I love so dearly, and I've had a lot of loss in my life. So it's like, what is the point? So, yeah, yeah. that's uh, so perfect. Okay,
2: so number so that two. Was one. <laughs> yeah, and number two is that, um, so I, I finally got diagnosed a, a little bit ago, but I, I'm a highly functional autistic, yeah, Asperger's for, uh, in plain speak. And so I've always been fascinated by human behavior. One of the best ways that people describe that is, is that uh, you feel like an alien, right? Because like people act in, in ways you don't understand. So uh, yeah. I'm sitting there trying to figure out, I, well, what's the meaning of all this? And, and, and why do people do what they do? Uh, so I spent 20 years doing research in psychology and evolutionary biology and all these other fields trying to figure out those two questions Um, and it wasn't until about 20 years in it was about uh, what seven years ago or so uh, when I asked myself well you know I've done all this research I've read hundreds of books I've you know studied all these philosophies and religions and so forth you know what have I learned to the point where if I were to explain this to somebody what would I uh, end up telling them and that's when it hit me I was like well You know, there are a common set of concepts that underlie all philosophies and religions that uh, actually everyone agrees upon. They might disagree about, like, how they manifest or or, or what you do with that information. But they actually all, even even more skeptic, uh, humanistic type philosophies, all have the same common eight core concepts. And so then I was like, well, that's interesting. So that's when I started developing them and hashing them out. And then I wrote a book uh, to help people understand those eight concepts. Uh, and then understand how to find meaning in their lives. And then they can go and believe whatever they want. Uh, you know, if they want to believe in, in whatever religion they want or if they want to be a humanist or whatever, that these eight concepts apply no matter what belief system you have.
1: Well, now let me ask you, the, through your research, did you start – well, that must have given you meaning, the research. Did, did you feel mm-hmm. more meaning? Did, did you think you had more meaning in your life? And did you feel that you were living more a, a more meaningful life?
2: Yeah, uh, for me, and everyone has this. Uh, you know, some people, uh, I describe it like winning the Super Bowl, uh, but everyone has that feeling, right? That feeling you get when you are living your true purpose, when you're doing what you're supposed to be doing in life. Uh, because, and, and I, I, I suggest anyone watch someone celebrating a victory at the Super Bowl or championship because you will have that feeling too in your own life. It'll just be for something that's not like, you know, winning a competition. Uh, it will be for me. It was a new insight. Every time I learn a new insight, I feel like I just won the Super Bowl. Like, oh my God! Like my, it, you know, there's before I learn this yeah. thing and after I learn this thing, and from now on I'm gonna live differently because I know this thing. Um, and that is a, is amazing. That's why I, when I do research and, and advisory, I, I do both, but I have to pick one for my for my full time job. I have to pick one or the other. So I do advisory, but um, there's nothing quite like coming upon or stumbling upon a new insight. With where you've just learned something, the secret to getting something right, and you're able to tell somebody else that and help them get it right. Uh, that is, is what is, is so exhilarating for me. Yeah.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, I so agree with you. It's fuel. I call it soul fuel. It comes from the soul yeah. and it fuels you to go. So now and it's passion. Um, okay, Nate, so I have a question here. So
5: sure.
1: in what I'm hearing you say, that feeling First of all, how do people identify that feeling? I know you said with the, the Super Bowl, and how do we either cultivate it or use that more as a navigator because and I'm going to give sure. a little background on this or context because I feel sometimes people get that feeling, but why they don't follow through on it or it seems too scary mm-hmm. or or again, can I make money on this, or some people haven't yet identified that feeling yeah. So I guess what's the identifier, and then how to cultivate it and reinforce it.
2: Sure. Uh, would you mind if I give you the eight things first, and then we can talk all about that? Uh, it'll make sense when I when I give Ab- you the background.
1: Absolutely.
5: Okay.
2: Okay. So, um, so, and I'm sorry, I'm going to go fast because there are eight, and it'll take me forever if I explain every one in detail.
1: <laughs> okay, uh, I can get so your book the eight- if they want the explanation. That's fine.
2: <laughs> yeah, we're happy to. Talk, I'm happy to talk further about it. I just want to summarize it. Um, so, uh, they things are the first one is the meaning of life is growth and it's the meaning uh, in three ways. There are three definitions of meaning. There's the definition of, 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 uh, life, which is involves growth. There's the purpose of life, which all living things exist to grow. And then it's also, it's what makes it significant. So meaning and significance, um, that, that everyone you celebrate or so anyone who's achieved anything in life, it's because they grew into that success. Um, so that's the meaning of life that is growth. Now, you grow through experience. That's number two. Um, So the experience is the medium through which growth occurs. Uh, Three is desire. Uh, So you focus on the experiences and the growth areas that you want to have to achieve the success you want to have. Uh, Fourth is belief. So your beliefs uh, sustain your uh, progress toward your goal. Now, that's actually the immediate answer, direct answer to your original question, which I'll come back to. Uh, okay. Fifth is emotions, and that's your feedback mechanism. A lot of people think happiness is the meaning of life. That's actually not 100% accurate. The meaning of life is growth. Uh, you feel happy when you are growing. So it's an mm. indicator. It's a feedback mechanism that you're growing. It's not the point itself because you can hack it. You can, you can take drugs, right? And you be, feel wonderful, but that doesn't matter. Right. growing. You. So, so, so right. there's a little bit of a Good nuance there. Um
5: Sixth
2: <sighs> is uh, 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 ethics. So you have to uh, follow rules that will help you maximize or optimize your own growth without hurting anybody else. Um, So that will make it be. If you, a good example is if you cheat in a sport, it takes away all the meaning from the achievement, right? Because you cheated.
5: Um, So you need the
2: ethics, right? Uh, Seventh is support. So uh, you need to, to in order to maximize your own growth, you need to get help from other people to grow more. Like if you're building the pyramids or something, you can't just do that by yourself. It would take an eternity. So you need help uh, to succeed and and maximize your growth potential. And then eighth and finally is choice. Uh, Everything you do life in life is a choice. Um, Even not, not acting is a choice. So there are things in, in your control, there are things outside your control. And so the things that are outside your control, well, you can't control them. So who cares? So what's in your control, whatever you do with that is what determines your own destiny. So those are the eight mm-hmm. things. If you master them, you will find meaning in your life, and it's about as formulaic as math as you can get, because if you get all those right, you will have meaning in your life.
1: Wow. Okay. So with the first one, meaning like growth, I'm wondering, is that also the idea that we, we have these problems that we whatever would, would like solving them or having creative mm-hmm. solutions?
5: Mm-hmm.
1: Is yeah. that a piece so, so, or a part of that?
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So one growth could be the, your, the growth in your uh, intellectual ability to solve problems or it could be a growth in your um, could be some sort of strength so you can tackle more, you know, greater uh, You know, lift lift more weight is (laughs) that's a challenge, right? You gotta lift Mm -hmm. more weight. Um, So there are all kinds of things that you can do, and that actually ties back to your previous question. So uh, to answer your previous question about like if you're having issues, if you're having trouble finding it, there are two answers. Uh, There's the 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 obvious one, and then the less obvious one. The obvious one, based on what I just said, is seek growth opportunities, right? If you seek growth, you can't go wrong. You'll find something meaning uh, meaningful and getting better. Um, but the more direct or specific answer to your question is you have to find uh the the right growth areas that matter to you because you can get
5: you mm. can get better at
2: like you know you could get better at balancing a ping pong ball on your head but that doesn 't mean you care about that um, right so it so, so has
1: to be something you that know. you care about.
2: Yeah, exactly. And that's where your where your emotions come in. They they act as your feedback mechanism. So if you grow in an area you don't care about, then you don't care about it, you're kinda of bored. So you're doing focusing on the wrong thing. But if you focus on an area where you're getting better and you feel great about it, then you're focusing on the right thing. So that's why all these concepts work together. You have to want the growth area that you're focused on. You, you have to believe that you can get what you're trying to achieve with that growth. You get the emotions and the feedback that tells you whether you're on the right path. And you're making choices constantly. If you're if you're not feeling good about it, make a choice to do something else. So they all work together in, in, in conjunction to help you find meaning.
1: So I do hear in this... Um, your answer that in essence you still have to contemplate or figure things out because sometimes, you know, you still, like you said, choose growth experiences or activities Mm -hmm. or situations, but it has to be something that you find meaningful or you're interested in or curious about. I would, it sounds like.
2: Mm -hmm. Exactly. So
1: you still, so how did you do this? How did you know what brought you this meaning or this growth experience? Did you, was it hit or miss or do you feel like you just always knew?
2: Uh, yeah, that's a good question. I, the short answer to your question is that I, I knew it from when I was in school, and what interests me was learning something new about how things worked. Um, and, and that's actually oh. a common to, – to be blunt, it's a common trait for people with Asperger's. They love understanding how things work but you because know, they understand things more than they do people, but, uh, right. but kidding aside. Um, so the, uh, I, I loved understanding how the mind worked, how the world worked, and so every time I learned something new, uh, that, would, that would amaze me. And then on top of that, the people who actually changed the world with that new information. So anyone, you know, Marie Curie or Martin Luther King or, you know, anybody who said, hey, I, I believe in this or I have an idea of this. And then everyone else, well, you know, maybe like Galileo, they knew they, 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 you know, <laughs> did not like what he had to say. But um, eventually right. those ideas changed the world. And that was what excited me was this idea that could I come up with a new insider idea that could change someone's life. And that was when I got, you're giving me an insight on how I'm talking right now, how excited that it made me when I I was able yeah. to do that. So that's that's my that's what uh, makes me excited. That's what gets me up in the morning. That's why what I'm passionate about. And when you find the thing, the growth. Maybe it's you like being an athlete. Maybe it's you like uh, uh, you know being intellectual in a you know specific field. Maybe you like solving problems. Maybe you like building things. Whatever the thing it is, when you do it and you go, wow, that was amazing. That was so awesome. Then you know you've hit the right thing. But it's hard because you have to explore all those different options before you find it.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And now you bring up a good point that we look at like in um, repatterning work, um, mm-hmm. even in the hypnotherapy, the indicator of the voice and the excitement, because what it's seen is that you have more life force animating energy. You more have more prana, whatever term, whatever,
5: mm-hmm.
1: you know, vernacular you want to use, you have more energy, you have more juice.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, maybe or maybe not you experience this, I don't know, but... What would you say to people? Because a lot of people, and I don't know if you've heard in some of the calls, sometimes people already know their intuition. They feel better about something, of, of a direction, making a certain decision. People even do it with shopping. I've seen it with friends. Oh, I really love this one. and But then they get the other yeah. one because their friend said so, or the other one is more <laughs> practical.
3: And then they end up not wearing it. It's like, oh.
1: So what? Do, how do? What's the key? What's the? Because peop, sometimes people are getting the indicator. Their voice is like yours. You're, there's more energy. They're more animated. Their mm-hmm. their voice is raising because they're excited about something, and then they choose option number two. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that's really of, a difficult yeah.
5: Hmm. Did you ever have that?
1: First of all, did you ever have that at all? Or what would you say to help people choose what is bringing them the, the more energy, the more joy?
2: Uh, oh yeah, I had that all the time. I mean, I, I I'm a person who I'm a very trusting person, naive and so forth. So like, I'll believe whatever people tell me, even if it's completely counter to whatever it is I know to be true. <laughs> so okay, um, I'm I'm the, a good example of someone where it, 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 external influences really can you know change my thinking or, or behavior and so forth. So um, it, it, it's inevitable that. Uh, You might believe that something's right for you, but then someone else says, oh, no, you're being an idiot, and then say, do it this way. But you have to realize that what they're recommending is based on what they believe and what they think to be true and what they think is best for you. And that's not necessarily, they don't know everything that you know. You don't know, know everything mm-hmm. that they know. So what you need to do is break down, well, why are they telling me that? Are they telling me that because they're afraid for me? Are they telling me that because
5: mm. uh, they,
2: they think that's what's best for me? Or are they telling it because, oh, by the way, this is true and you didn't know that. And that's what you want to dissect mm. because okay. uh, it's that last one, it's the last one you want to take it's Is there a fact or piece of information that they know that you don't Um, like for example I I do this with my wife all the time she um, uh, 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 she'll say she wants to do something and I'll kind of point out to her I said you know you know tomorrow you're going to regret this right like you know I, I know this about you that that you're going to do this and then this is going to happen and then that's going to be the result so she'll listen to me uh fortunately and then she'll be like oh yeah you're right i would have done it the other way but it's not because i i was thinking well that's what's best for her or i'm telling her because that's what i want but i know generally her like this is a behavioral pattern i can identify and it's only because i'm able to prove that you know this is a pattern of behavior that will lead to something she won't like that I feel it's comfortable for me to try to influence her behavior. And, and that's what people should look for is what is it about what other people are telling me or facts I'm seeing or whatever that, sh- that it should tr- uh, change my behavior. If, if that's wrong, if they're if just kind of doing it based on their own fears, then ignore them, and that's perfectly fine. Okay.
1: So to me, um, and by the way, do you prefer Nate or Nathaniel?
2: You, you can call me Nate. That's, That's fine. Nathaniel's just the Nate? name on the okay. book. <laughs> okay,
1: okay, Nate. So to me, what you're sharing there has to do is more about support. So maybe are these people being really are they being supportive mm-hmm. for you or exactly. to you? Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So that would be A- exactly the because. Yeah, so, so there are a lot of different aspects of support. There's actually like physical support of someone helping you solve a problem or something or some, do something like pick up a you know a rock or something, whatever it is you need to get done. So there's that, but there are all, all, all kinds of different types of support, right? So like money is a form of support, right? So if you have money, uh, you're secure, right? So so those are examples of, of things that support you. But you're right. The, it, it, people are – everyone uh, – well, it's, it's a part I have in the desire chapter. A lot of people say, well, why do people want bad things? And I have to clarify that, that people don't want bad things. They want good things, and they believe that they can't have them, or they believe that a bad thing is necessary to get what they want, and so then they do it that way. There's no such thing. Yeah, okay, you can say, well, even Hitler and blah, blah, blah. Everybody on earth has good intentions that only due to their beliefs make them bad intentions.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, No, I still agree with that. Yeah.
5: Yeah. So even, if the you even the word
1: pathology, there, there's a reason. Yeah. There's a reason in the mind. There's Somehow they've worked it out that it's life-enhancing.
2: Exactly, yeah. So, so if someone's giving you bad advice, uh, they're not – well, with a few exceptions, like if someone actually wants to sabotage you because they think that, 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 you're, that you're in their way, that's possible. But ignoring that, right. let's say it's a friend or a relative, that they have your best interest at heart, but they have a set of beliefs that are leading them to a conclusion that are leading to that recommendation. And if those beliefs are wrong, then their recommendations bad or wrong, um, but they mean well for you. And you have to, you kind of have to accept their intention and then try to dissect, well, you know, is it really right for me? Cause you know, everyone has their fears, right? Like let's say you wanted to dance for a living yeah. and some, and your like your parents are like, well, that's a stupid profession. You should be a doctor. You know, it's like, okay, well, you're saying that because Doctors make a lot of money because doctors are prestigious. And dancing, well, maybe not make, might not make as much money as a doctor. That's why they're saying it. It's not because it's what's best for you, right. it's because it would make you a lot of money, which they think is what's best for you. But maybe you don't care about money. Maybe you just need enough money to live and you care more about living your passion. And so you can find a dance studio or you can find a, a, a theater or you can find whatever where your dancing can earn re- revenue. And then, yeah, it may, it may, maybe you'll make millions of dollars dancing. I don't know. Maybe you won't. But if it's more important to you to live that passion and grow as a dancer uh, than it is to have money, then ignore the person who thinks that you're making a mistake because of the money um, or or have another job or whatever it takes so that you can, you know, balance those, those needs. But don't let someone crush your dreams just because of their definition of success.
5: Mm
1: -hmm. So it it sounds like you you have to do some kind of self-inquiry. You can't just, Mm -hmm. you know, work this together surfacely, you, you really have to bring it back into you to discern what some, you know, someone's motivations or whatever that external feedback is that you're getting.
2: Exactly. Yeah. It's really a combination. Honestly, it's a combination of those first five components. So you need to identify growth areas, areas where you can improve. So it's different skills, different professions, different, you know, do you want to have children? Do you want to have family, whatever, whatever that is. Like, you have to identify whether you want those things or not. And only you can decide that. I can't decide that for you. That's why my book – I the reason why I like my book is because it it is completely – well, it's as objective as humanly possible, right? I don't tell you what goal to have. Mm-hmm. I don't tell you what ethics to hold. And that's what most mm-hmm. most philosophies will try to do that is enforce, hey, you, you should yeah. make money or you should do this or you should be – you know, you should you know follow God's path or whatever. It's like, okay, well, you could do that, but I'm not uh, – who am I to tell you that? <laughs> I'm not to not right. tell you that. Right, yeah. So, um, well, it's, it, it, to, it
1: makes it more applicable. It makes it more applicable yeah. to different people if you keep it more objective. Yeah,
2: Exactly. So, so if identifying growth areas that, that intrigue you, that interest you, uh, using your desire, your desire for those different areas to t- as feedback to tell you whether you're uh, focusing on the right thing or not, uh, then finding experiences that, ha- that help you grow in those areas. And the experience itself, you, if, if you don't know what you want, then you want to know what you want. So you do want mm-hmm. something. You have a want. And have that as your want. That, that's a good want to have. And then have experiences that help you figure it out. Uh, research or, or, or just having random experiences that may or may not be useful. Uh, if they're not useful, then you know never to do them again. But the, the, there was usefulness in that first experience, which was I now know I don't like that thing. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. People are so worried about making mistakes or going the wrong direction that they don't realize that they don't yeah. know what they want then the first step is just to have experiences that help them see whether they want it or not. And then um, once they find what they want, then the beliefs and emotions come in where you need to have beliefs that you can do those things that you can find opportunities and you need to use your emotions to keep telling you, providing feedback and telling you whether you're on the right track or not. Mm
1: And would one part of it be then, let's say you want something, but a belief is getting in the way, so we can have the saboteur on the outside of us, but we could also have on the inside. Would then one work on that on the
2: beliefs? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. In fact, my favorite okay. uh, insight from the book is that emotions are a formula. Um, I, I'm going to tell you the formula, and everyone listening right now will now be able to dissect their emotions for the rest of their lives. It's, it's so wonderful. Oh, Emotions okay. equal – yeah. Yeah. Emotions equal yeah. desire plus belief plus experience. Full stop. That's as mm. that's as mathematical of an equation as you will ever find in the natural world. Um so let me give you an example. Feeling Jealousy. It's my favorite okay. one to use as an example. So if you're jealous, what what's going on? You want someone or something. You believe you deserve that that someone or something. More importantly, you believe that someone else does not deserve it. <laughs> And then you have the experience of seeing that person with the thing that you want and you not having the thing that you want or the person you want. Uh, And that's why you feel jealous. Now, here's the secret. How do you prove that? Well, if you believed that that person did deserve it rather than didn't deserve it, then you would not feel jealous. You would feel admiration. It's just that subtle shift mm. in, in that belief would change your emotion. So, yes, you're absolutely right. That uh, and, and most self-help books focus on the belief portion. But I do believe it's, it's a, important to understand that whole equation. Um, it's just people focus on the belief because what, the reason why they focus on the belief is because when you're reading a self-help book, you usually know what you want. And the self-help people are trying to motivate you to go after your dreams, right? Yeah. <laughs> and so they don't focus on the desire because they assume you already want it. Uh, And then the experience, they're trying to get you motivated to go have the experience. And the reason why you're not having the experience is usually because your belief. That's why everyone focuses on the belief portion. But you can change any three of those, any of those three, excuse me, components, and you can change how you feel. Um, And the belief is just the one that's most likely to uh, be limiting you, right? So you might feel uh, depressed or something. and. it's not because you don't want something. It's because you want something and believe that it's impossible. That's when you get sad and depressed Mm -hmm. and, and, and feel glum. Uh, so the easiest way to change that is to just change the belief to what's possible and then you won't be depressed anymore uh, but it's hard to get there because you, you have so much evidence your, your your mind as you said your uh, I, I, your mind is primed uh your your terminology is, is your vibrations aligned uh to mm-hmm. the uh uh to the belief that that hey I, I'm going to look for reasons why I'm right about not being able to attain this goal, and then all of these uh, this evidence will will find you, and then that's all you'll see. I
1: mm-hmm. oh, love it. got to share a synchronicity with you because I don't know. I was Sometime last year I wrote a blog post on my blog about mm-hmm. how jealousy, envy, we're only jealous of, or envious of things that we want and we think mm-hmm. we can't have it. And I said the same thing about the belief, that you have the belief you can't have it or can't attain it, but we're not jealous about things we don't want to do. Well, just yep, not, you know. Exactly. I would use the example of the Himalayas. I'm not. I I admire those people climbing. I'm like, but I I'm not jealous of them climbing up the Himalayas because I don't want to do it. But something I want to <laughs> do that I don't think I can do or believe I can do. <laughs> so Nate, what you're saying mm-hmm. then? I love this. Emotions equal desire plus beliefs plus experience.
2: Correct. Is that
1: mm-hmm. what you said? Yep. Okay, good. And any one of those things, so this is important for the listeners, any one of those things, like in that case of Joe, it's, it's the belief, you know, whatever it is can be adjusted. If experience, would that be like maybe more schooling or training? Or what where, what would experience be in that equation?
2: Yeah, so the experience is just the actual uh you know the observe, observation or, or or experience of that particular event that causes the the, the feeling. So, for example, uh, if someone, uh, you know, um, what's the um, term? If someone like like pretends to go to punch you in the face and then you get you flinch and they go made you flinch or whatever, like they're triggering a, a, a fear response, right, or a surprise or a you know a defense response, right? Um, and it's oh, okay. because of the experience, it's not your desires or beliefs, although. You, uh, if someone, you know, goes to, to deck you, your belief immediately becomes, Oh, that person's going to punch me in the face. And so, but it's the experience that's causing it. Um, in fact, I was on a podcast on betrayal uh, and I, I thought it was interesting because betrayal is an interest or being betrayed. A feeling of being betrayed is an interesting one because it's the experience that causes it because your desire is that you want that person's love and affection and loyalty. You believe that you have that person's love and affection and loyalty, but then your experience is that you didn't get it because they betrayed you, <laughs> and so yeah. it's the experience that broke you. Um, it wasn't your desire or yeah. your beliefs. Well, actually, it, I mean it was, but that but the, the the change, the change in the in the formula was the experiential experiential experience. change. It was someone else betraying you that caused the emotion.
1: Yeah. Right.
2: Um, so then
1: yeah. you'd have to still the emotion to heal, still work me around the belief that that doesn't have to happen all the time. You know, you'd have to reframe yeah. or shift that. Right.
2: Yeah. And you can change any of those three. Now, they're not equally easy to change. Uh, in fact, they're probably all harder to change, um, but it, mm-hmm. it's what you'll see in, in reality. So, I mean, let's take the betrayal. Let's say someone was, in, you know, infidelity or something like that. Um, so th- you can change any, any three of those things, right? One, the, the, the experience one you can change by immediately just getting away from the situation. That's one, you know, get, getting out of the situation that's causing the pain uh, will make you feel mm-hmm. less pain. You'll still feel pain, but you'll feel less pain because it's not – the experience isn't hitting you in the face with it, um, metaphorically. Right. <laughs> uh, the right. beliefs uh, – uh, you can start to change your belief and say, well, look, you know, it's not me. Because you can change your belief in the wrong way, and you can not feel betrayed, you can feel worthless if you change your belief from that experience, from that betrayal, to say, oh, I'm, I'm not worth anything, and I deserve it. Now you've gotten worse. You don't want that. Right. So you want to change your belief right. in a positive way. So, well, that, well, what was that person thinking? Right. They were angry. They were hurt. They, they had a moment of weakness. Whatever the, the thing is, you can use that. As, hey, hey, look, it wasn't about me it was about them.
5: Mm. It was
2: about their fears mm-hmm. and their insecurities. And so by changing that belief, you'll start to change. Yeah. You'll still feel betrayed, but you're going to start to change a little bit by feeling less betrayed a little bit less. Oh, well, you know, it's still wrong. It doesn't make it right, but you're just trying to make yourself feel better. It's not, make, it's not giving them, you know, you're not, you're not trying to absolve them or anything. You're just trying to make yourself feel better. So having a belief that, Oh, they were in a in this trip, you know, terrible situation. They did this terrible thing. Uh, I understand. It. I don't agree with it and I don't condone it, but I understand it, it makes you feel a little bit less, you know, uh, vengeful or whatever. And then finally you can change your world. Right. Like, okay, well, if this person, and I'll just take, take one of the hard ones, like heartbreak, right? If someone doesn't love you anymore. Uh, and so right. your desire piece then you can say, well, I just need to want something else, right? Like I I want that person's love. I still kind of want it. It's going to take me a while to get over it, uh, but I want other things in life. So I'm going to have to focus, you know, going back to the experience, I have to shift my experience to other things, my job or, you know, my friends or whatever, and learn to want something else or want something more or different or whatever, because that option is no longer available. So I need to slowly but surely shift my desire to something else. Um, Because that is possible. You might need to shift your desire. That's probably one of the hardest ones to change. So that's why I didn't start with that. But it is uh, something you could technically change. A lot of people jokingly, you know, cognitive dissonance in psychology, where it's like your belief in reality uh, are different. So you either change your uh, reality or change your your belief, one of them has to change your belief um, yeah, and, yeah, so you can change what you want too it's the uh, you know uh, Aesop called it the uh, sour grape uh, you know story right where it's like, oh, those grapes are sour, i don't really want them, uh, and a lot of people make I fun just, of those people and say well you're just lying to yourself it's like well no you're just trying to 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 get rid of your pain yeah,
1: yeah. and also to me, it taps into the idea that you know there's infinite Possibilities in the in this world in in abundance, mm-hmm. you know. So it can be someone else, and it can get better. Even though you may really mm-hmm. really love someone and they're so perfect and so amazing, and it goes ties to me back to the growth. You may be in a relationship that offers you something different, mm-hmm. you know, for your growth, you know, and it, mm-hmm. time may have been up. You know, I think if we people yeah. go back to that growth part you were talking about, I mean, I still you have to grieve and you have to go through all that, and it's not easy and it's painful. What yeah. I've found in those situations, either with myself or working with people, that um, especially if we're going with, like, the loss of a loved one or, you know, let's say a spouse, sometimes it, the one that they get after that, especially if they've been married a long time or something happens, a lot of times it's just as good but different. Yeah. I know that's a hard thing for us as humans to wrap our head around because we, we like what we like. We like what we know, you know. Yeah. Um, but your formula seems like a wonderful way to work around the kind of the, you know, shifts and changes, travails of, of earth, you know, of what we're going yeah. through emotionally so that you have more volition you know, more kind of control over navigating, I guess, coping, processing and navigate. Cause we have a couple of people in the chat are saying how, what you're saying is helping them. And it's been, and also then it's been a process that they've been in, in their own life. And it's
5: mm-hmm.
1: giving them some tools and helping them also elucidate what, what they've actually been going through, you know?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's funny. If you think about a uh, loss, uh, we, we, there are two. Think about two different types of loss. One is a loss of a loved one via death or something like that. It, it's tragic. And forgive me, I'm a little. Uh, I like to try to be positive about everything. So forgive me for being positive about such a negative uh, topic. But then there's another type of loss, which is like if someone like got promoted and you no longer work with that person and think about the difference in that feeling. Mm. That, 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 mm-hmm. Someone getting promoted is bittersweet, right? Why? Because they're they're mm-hmm. moving on in their lives. And so it's a great thing. And you're, never, you're not going to see them anymore. You may never see them again, which is even worse. But But like you don't feel, you feel bad, but you don't feel totally bad, right? Because you know, it's a good thing. Uh, but then, when you feel right. like the loss of someone through death or something you 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 think it's terrible and tragic and you feel terrible until notice the thing that gets you to start to turn around when they say they're in a better place or this is you know better off they were mm. in pain that they, you've they've you know they've addressed their pain by you know moving on think about that it's the exact same uh rationale that makes you feel good about someone leaving your life from through promotion or graduation right. or something as it is that someone. Uh, leaving your life through death um, and so it's an amazing thing that how everything's connected through just changing your beliefs subtly over time to make you feel better about situations and that's the number one find that one recommendation for anybody other than my cool formula which I love but uh, one recommendation is about how to uh, you know find uh, meaning in life is if you take every situation and say you know what meaning can I derive from it, even bad, good things, bad things, whatever, that if you can find meaning in it, you will find, you will make meaning. Uh, meaning is not something that inherently exists. It is not objective. It is not absolute. It is subjective, and it is absolutely relative <laughs> to whatever it is you're willing to do. So if something terrible happens to you, like take my my example, you know, my, my father disappeared, uh, you know, I found meaning in it by 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 deciding to research and then write a book to help other people find meaning in their lives uh, and, and also helping myself find meaning in my life. So, like, I turned my greatest tragedy or trauma in my childhood into hopefully my greatest success. I hope so. Um, and so, like, you can do that. You can find uh, and you see stories all the time about people you know who work really hard and achieve great success. It's usually because of some trauma that they realize that that drove them to, to do something great and, and, and that's what you can use if you find meaning in it uh, even if it's bad, even if it's good um, then you'll you'll start to find more meaning in, in everything you do
1: Wow so well put, it goes back to that finding meaning in our life and it's, it's from what I mean it's individual it's unique thank you Nate for being on the program I love what you've shared I love these um, eight referencing points and your equation, <laughs> I think you've just helps so many. Um, I want to get the name of your book, right? Make sure that I have it. Um, the Meaning of Life: A Guide to Finding Your Life's Purpose, right? That's right. That's it. Okay, great. And how can people connect with you or find out more information about you, Nate?
2: Sure. So uh, yourmeaninginlife.com is the website. Uh, my book is on Amazon and Barnes and Noble and all those places. Um, I'm on social media at Life the Book or The Meaning of Life, or The Meaning of Life book. It depends on what social media account you're talking about. They're different. Um, But uh, finally, I also write a blog, uh, and I also write on Quora, which is a lot of the inspiration for my blog posts. But they really just take different cool little concepts of life and help you dissect them into either formulaic ways to apply cool insights to your day-to-day life or just help you to understand a a concept or situation.
1: Perfect. Beautiful. You've helped us so much, and I'm so – Happy that you were able to be on the program um, sharing this with us. Thank you so much for being on Awakenings. Thank you. Take care. All right, everyone, that was Nate Novosel. Um, We were diving into his book, The Meaning of Life, A Guide to Finding Your Life's Purpose. You can go to also Your Meaning inlife.com as well, or find them on the socials. Um, so great to connect with all of you. Thank you for all the callers, the people in the chat listening, also those of you listening in the archives. Thank you so much for supporting the program. Um, you can connect with me further at soulplayground.life, as well as Soul Insights. Uh, with Michelle Mache on YouTube and, of course, on the social, especially Instagram if you want to connect. Um, let me know. Thank you. Love that. Have a great week. You too, White Cala Lily. Thank you in the chat. Um, yeah, we do have great guests yeah let me know uh, if you get his book and how it unfolds for you, um, how you're able to use some of these concepts uh, to get more meaning in your life and make those big decisions um, that I know that are coming up for everyone. All right, everyone, until next time, continue to shine your light, share your insights, and of course, keep awake. I'm getting woke and staying
5: woke.
1: Awakenings broadcast every Wednesday, 12 pm. Pacific time. Archive shows available on iTunes. For continued awakened conversations and insights, join the Awakenings Group on Facebook. And check out Michelle's blog at soulplayground.com. And keep awake.